0: Come on,
1: Dougal, lighten
2: up! <laughs> I hear you're a racist now, father. I am not a racist, all right? I'm a happy companion! have got a spider, baby. July the 19th. Why does that strike me as so important? wouldn't know to make honest. What do you say? Take
1: off, come! I don't no, want to mention what I was talking about last night. All right, yeah. Just forget all about it. Just forget about it. Just do not mention the song. Have
2: you got that? How's the
1: Hello and welcome to episode four of the Screen Seventeen podcast, aka Priest Chat. I'm Father Hog, joined by Father Bolton and Father Mullen. How are things, lads?
0: <laughs> Good, thanks. Yep.
2: I had too much of the holy wine last night.
0: <laughs> There's nothing to be said spirit? for another mass.
2: Uh,
1: there's loads to be said for another mass. God, what was, I guys, love saying mass. <laughs> he really knows how to work the altar. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't understand what we're doing at the moment, we are kind of piggybacking off the last three podcasts that we were doing, and Eddie has come up with the twelve. Was that on purpose? Twelve, like twelve. No, podcasts? I
2: got. To, <laughs> I got to. I got to. Um, did I get to nine? No, I got to eight questions, and then and then I was like, "Oh, I could do these questions," and then that ended up being making it four. So, oh well, was, we got twelve holy totally
1: fossil awesome. questions about one of the best, if not the best, Irish-based TV show ever created, Father Ted. Down,
2: down, down, down. You're supposed to let like raising it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and then just have it underneath the episode for the whole thing. Yeah.
1: yeah I do have my guitar. And it's just like. But well, that's about as much as I'm going to do.
2: <laughs> Composing a song of love.
1: Do you want to take uh, the questioning this time, Eddie? No okay (laughs) (laughs)
2: father
1: bolton needs a moment to
2: compose next time time.
1: okay well we're going to go clockwise on my screens which means i'll be starting with rob so question one favorite use of music in fodder ted
0: i almost changed my answer this morning after watching a bunch of episodes i have to go with the final episode okay really have Radiohead on the bus (laughs) <laughs> um, it's just because what is
1: it uh, uh, I think it's exit music for a film is it
2: yeah, yeah we were, we were trying one. to figure out this last night as well yep. yeah um,
1: yeah.
2: and he's me. so super happy as you have
0: to listen to Isaac Hayes or something with Ted dancing around and he completely <laughs> loses all of his depression and then he hops on the bus <laughs> so can I stick on the radio father ah
1: sure go on But <laughs> well, he says something like oh nothing can stop me now <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it's when his face start like the weather outside changes as yeah well.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. saturation turned drops. down and he has a yeah. <laughs> smile <drops. laughs>
2: as the bus busley it's uh the bus is just like getting further and further away in the last shot as well like it, <laughs> like he's lost the, the man is lost
1: Yep. Yeah. um played by ed byrne wasn't it no that was tommy tiernan was that tommy tiernan Oh, yeah. Which one's it? Oh, Ed Byrne is the stupid on workers.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's a, he's only in it for two seconds, but it's a great. I was
1: confused that. Yeah, that that's a that is a fantastic use of music, and it's it's like a weird from a TV show like Father Ted, which never really features a lot of licensed music. So it was kind of cool that they had that song.
2: That was one thing they said that um they always wanted to have um current music um in the show to kind of show that, well, this is grandin talking, but he said he always wanted to have, um, you know, modern music, um, and modern references in the show to kind of show that Ireland is not as backwards and, and kind of, uh, yeah, stuck in, stuck in the past as, as people would think.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's probably better. They didn't, we were talking about that earlier, how seemingly timeless the show is now. Like mm. it does feel like you were saying, Ray, like a period piece, mm. but, um, it still holds up, probably because there's not that many references.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, that is kind of the the funny thing. Like, there's only probably maybe, uh, if even a handful of pop culture references in Father Ted, and even then, at the time, they were kind of dated pop
2: culture references. It's yep. breaking all sorts of records. It's our biggest film <laughs> since Jurassic Park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I look Jurassic Park's timeless, you know. <laughs> this is a
2: passionate, saint, saint, uh, titubulous, St. yeah. Tibulus,
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, what about you, Eddie? What's your favorite piece of music in father Town?
2: I was trying to think of an obscure one because I love them all, but I think the one I laugh at most and still it's never gotten old is uh Ghost Town. Ah, um, <laughs>
1: that was my one as well.
2: I knew. I, I was. I was surprised. Yeah, I thought <laughs> was, I. I had to go with it. Um, Malcolm made our answers it's genius it's so funny the fact that mm. he as a dj has all the equipment like he, he goes into like all the details of what he does and how complicated it can be yeah and then he's just like okay great what song is he gonna play what
1: oh, the records. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the records I, forgot the record
2: <laughs> I might have one out in the car and um and uh, he just has to keep playing it. <laughs> I was, you know what? There's, there's another bit. It, th- there was another bit from this episode that I was thinking I might have as my because it's, it's up there from one of my favorite uses of music in it is when the four priests, the dabbing kind of guy, oh, no, craftwork, was craft <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And uh, yeah, apparently, um. Neil Hannon, who wrote the you know, the team music and um My Lovely Horse, he wrote the Craftwork music as well for that piece. Oh really? Yeah. But um I mean the Ghost Town thing, um I I love it so much that um I for my twenty first I asked people to stand for the national anthem and played Ghost Town. And, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I want to hear the end of the story because I think it's what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. The so one of the guys who was working um, at the venue uh, was walking across the dance floor with like a few glasses, and as they said, "Can everyone stand for the national anthem?" He stopped, turned, <laughs> and waited for the me, and then then shook his head as "Ghost Town" came on and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> so there you go. That's Disgust. my. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, that was the,
1: my my same. Um, Pick, and I think that <laughs> it's just such an unusual thing because I I wasn't really familiar with the song when I was a kid and that first came on and it's, it's obviously a, a song by was the Specials about like mm-hmm. Thatcher-esque London and how England has completely changed because of this like mad oppressive PM that they had at the time and I just remember that every time <laughs> anyone ever say like at a disco or like you're at a concert or something and, or even in a pub when it would get you to leave. You know, that's the not Irish, real, the real Irish national anthem would play, but everyone would kind of be just under their breath going.
2: <laughs> I was, um, it, we were, a few of us were at um, Oxygen and Music Festival in Ireland um, a few years ago and the specials were playing at it and it was sideways rain. It was awful, but Andy and I managed to get into the pit for the specials Nice. And as they were playing Ghost Town, we stopped. We stood with our hand on our chest <laughs> and looked around, and were appalled that no one else was doing it. Wow,
1: are they even Irish? Patriotic bastards, unpatriotic.
2: <laughs> so that lantern was playing at a festival, and you wouldn't wouldn't even put your hand on your heart. Come on. Yep. Cool.
1: cool. Uh, well, question two. This is um, this was a trickier one, Eddie. Thanks for these questions. Um, because cameo means a person appears as themselves or a person in character from another show, and no, it doesn't. I totally
0: didn't go with that is specific that meaning? That's
1: what cameo is. No,
0: that yeah. probably cameo's... is the
2: definition of it. I definitely didn't choose that. A cameo is de- okay. Like, very you, quick you, appearance. You, you can change. You can change your answer as we and <laughs> <Robin>, I talk. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, give my very, answer for this a... one if you want. <laughs> It's a very quick it's a very quick appearance in a show. That's basically what I would mm. classify. Well, from you.
0: My answer was already spoiled because my answer is Ed Burn. <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only in it for two seconds, but I guess it's the whole scene leading up to it as well with the priest chat.
1: It's and a pretty amazing scene in fairness. Do
0: <laughs> you
2: remember the number, Ed? Do you? Oh eight nine eight triple three two oh one.
0: Yep. Oh how often have you dialed it? Still that? better than the uh the number that was in it
2: crowd oh god one <laughs> one one eight nine one one eight one one nine <laughs> yeah, just goes on and on but yeah
1: it's a great scene um just a
0: fucking wankers
1: <laughs> it's, i think it's just yeah you're right it's the lead-up to it. it's like the three priests in the window and i was like yeah priests for who are having a difficult time or like um something like who are I believe they should be better than they are. He goes, no, this is how to break the news to the dead. <laughs> I think it's great. Just get it over with. You know, your husband's dead. He's not coming back. <laughs> I think it's nice to leave subtle hints. <laughs> like, remember, remember the- how you used to, your husband used to love.
2: <laughs> I, was ter- I was like, this is fucking dreadful. Like, terrible <laughs> advice. Imagine saying that to someone. How do you break someone? How do you break to someone that one of their close ones is dead?
1: It's, just remember, hear, like... The, the off-camera. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? Get off the line. This is a priest only line. <laughs> Bunch of wankers.
2: <laughs> so good. Great. He's literally uh, on screen for like two seconds. It's brilliant. Yep, and that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think
1: it's probably even less. <laughs> um, what about you, Eddie? Favorite cameo?
2: So there's loads um, to pick from. But I wanted to pick one that had one of the two creators in it. So either Graeme Linnan or Arthur Matthews. Okay. Um, Well, I think we should say that we all recognize that um, Graeme Linnan is a problematic figure these days. Um, So us enjoying Father Ted is not, um, we're not trying to overshadow that part. It's the
1: affinity of loving the art, not the artist.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's trying. It's, I, yeah, I find it hard separating, um, (laughs) separating people from their art, but, um, I guess when you love something very much like this, it's, uh, it's, it makes it easier, which is problematic in itself, but sure, there we are. Yeah. Um, but mine has who I talked about, Gremlin, and, um, and again, there's loads of options to pick, um, and the one I went for is a bit obscure, but it's, it's so funny is when Ted puts up the big cross in the front garden and then he gets walloped by it and he goes outside or he goes inside and talks to Mrs. Doyle and explains why he's put up the cross. You go, Well, I thought people, you know, might be confused about where the parochial house is. So I, I thought this might be a... Might be a good way to show them. Uh, I just hope that someone doesn't think a madman's after putting up a cross. And then Graeme Linehan walking by with someone else goes, some madman's after putting up a cross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: I <laughs> actually really good. like all of his cameos. Mm. Um, I just watched the one where they're on the plane. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Graeme Linneton who's like, is there nothing to be said for just an old prayer? <laughs> Maybe Jesus will help us. <laughs> and they're like, mmm. oh, not no, not a popular answer there. No, <laughs> it's the no, a it's it's, like quiet. It's just like...
2: It, it, no one says it, and Ted just goes, anyway. <laughs> 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 the apathy for religion in this show is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ray, what's your answer?
1: Uh I went with a fairly fairly obvious one. I went with um Richard Wilson's appearance in um
2: I can't remember the fucking name
1: of the episode off the top of my head. Uh but he it's when he
2: cameo. That's a cameo. No, it's not. He's in the
1: whole episode. But he's in it as himself. No. <laughs> it's too late to change now. Well, look, I'm going with Richard Wilson. And the fact is, he's in the episode and he's just like himself, just going through normal life, just visiting an Irish like, um, historical site. And everyone's just like, oh my God, Richard Wilson. And Ted just gets in his head to go, do you think if I say, I don't believe it? And he goes, oh, he'd love that Ted, but no one ever does that to
2: him. No, wasn't. He goes, uh, was it Dougal goes, uh, was it Ted? No, it was Ted going to, do you know what he'd love? He didn't even he didn't even just say anymore, because we're all knowing exactly what he's going to say. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: But I just love the fact that Ted does it, and he basically clatters him across the head with like an umbrella or, or rolled up newspaper. And then the tour guide goes, this way, Mr. Watson, And he goes, I just can't handle the people just coming up and saying that bloody catchphrase. And the tour guide is just behind his closed
2: teeth and lips going, I don't believe it. I love I, the fact that he only said I think like he might have said that line ten times in the show. yeah It was, like, not, a, it was not a regular thing. thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just love that, that 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 kind of appearance by him. And then at the end he thinks he's going crazy because Ted genuinely screams out, I don't believe it. And because he, he's in the cave, it's like, don't
2: believe it. Don't oh, yeah. believe it. Don't I believe it. Don't believe, don't believe it. I don't believe don't believe I don't <laughs> so believe like, it. Don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool
1: um, Right, number three Favourite guest star Is this where I should have put uh, that answer, Ed? I yes, think. it is <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on, Rob <laughs> I really flip-flopped on this
0: um, So I'm going to still go with the first thing I came up with which was uh, Pat Laffin as Pat Mustard Oh, nice. Excellent. Um, <laughs> he's going to put his massive tool in my box. Uh, it's just great. <laughs> and the laugh at the end as he's on the phone. Um, <laughs> and then the little milk cart speedily going towards him and blows him the smithereens. I think one of the favorite um, oh, parts
1: of that episode is when he rings up Ted and goes, I'd be able to get my whole week. So the lad teared off me. But then he goes, If that card, was it drops below 50 miles an hour, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so you you, you seem lost line. <laughs> you dropped off there after that. It'll explode, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll go off. <laughs> and
0: I love this, uh, the bit where they pull up in the tractor doing the mass.
2: <laughs> We're gathered here today. <laughs> Is there
0: nothing to be said for another mass?
1: <laughs> Wait, I got an idea. Click, click, click if the speed of the car is going this place and it stills like that wait do you mean that's right and he turns around the board and he's just written we put the brick on the accelerator
2: <laughs> uh fantastic yeah. any
1: any high, uh, highlight uh quote of that uh guest star
2: uh, uh, you, you were mentioning it there actually when he's on the phone um he says, "I'm I'm having to yank myself off around the clock because I'm not oh, having any proper yeah, sex with yeah. girls." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh dear. <laughs>
1: well,
2: would you, Eddie? What's your guest star? <laughs> well, Rob, do you have another line that you like from him?
0: No, I'd I'd go with that as well. Um, yeah, like yeah, in fairness, nice. it's not even in the episode that much, but I guess it's the
2: whole episode. Hmm. Right. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> Was oh, it Jesus? Was it Mary? Jesus, Mary, I forgot my fucking trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking no, out with a nip. <laughs> um. Ah, uh, I. I hope that I hope the guy that I'm not mentioning here gets mentioned at some point. Let's put it that okay. way. uh I'm gonna go with Brendan Grace. Okay. Um. And oh yeah. Father Fintan Stack. Uh, it's. It's it's an obvious one, but it's obvious for a reason because it's incredible. He, he is so brilliant in the role of as father, Finton Zuck. I had my fun, and that's all that matters. He's yeah. so intimidating. He's brilliant. He just walks over and grabs the cereal bowl out of Ted's hand, <laughs> and walks back and starts eating it. <laughs> um, and um, and just stuff like uh. God, I, I'm going down to have a word. It sounds like someone's drilling holes in a wall or something. And he st- he walks downstairs and there there he is, Father Stack drilling holes in a wall.
1: Did <laughs> um, not before that where he goes, doodly goes, who would he be like Hitler or one of them fellas?
2: Oh, far worse than Hitler. He wouldn't <laughs> you want Hitler playing jungle music at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs>
1: It's just like, just the he's just gross in every sense. Like where he's just like, you know, obviously you know, you said the line there, but where he's picking his ear with the key. And he goes, "I had my Aww. phone, and that's all that matters."
2: <laughs> yeah, and then there's just one bit where he walks in and he's jumping up and down on the picture of Father Ted,
1: <laughs> jumping on the old portrait there. <laughs> Do you have any um, uh, stand out quote, quote, or line from him?
2: I mean the oh um. Yeah, the the bit where Ted, no, Ted's friend says to him, I think you're a very rude man. If you ever say that to me again, I'll put your head through the wall.
1: Ah, the infamous line I got wrong.
2: Yeah. What do you say? I'll...
1: I said, if you ever speak to me again, like that again, I'll break your fucking legs. <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's a bit more aggressive. It's a bit more goodfellas than Father Ted.
2: <laughs> you ever say that to me again. I'll break your fucking legs. And um, the bit just before that as well is great. Um, where he's, he's <laughs> like the sports day, loads of loads of lads running around in their in their shorts you're sit <laughs> you're enjoying that there, uh but you you're you're looking at them, wondering what they look like without the shorts, you're sitting there, imagining that with a big smile on your face, <laughs> dirty fecker <laughs> oh <he's> brilliant
1: <laughs> um my guest star then um well, I guess I should have flipped two and three because my guest star is the picnic couple um played yeah i only found out this morning is arthur matthews and uh, the other actress is charlotte brady who has been like not really in anything i know she's been in a couple of us tv dramas and stuff like that but it's the first time i had to do a double take at an episode of father ted where ted's sitting down for the picnic and you just hear this guy what the fuck do you think you're doing because honestly to god think he's saying fuck and you go this is our fucking spot. Get the fuck off. And he goes, you fucking bastard!" You fucking <laughs> Yeah, move, you fucking pedrophile. <laughs> he goes, Why are you speaking like that? <laughs> and he just points to the sign and it just says no swearing. <laughs> just, I just love the, the overanimated reaction from them. You know, this is our fucking spot. Fucking hit you. And the wife just steps in and goes, "He." fucking fucking would too <laughs>
0: oh
1: I don't know there's just something just amazing about that and um, yeah I'm, I'm not going to d- delay too long because I think I fucking just if that's the kind of criteria I probably should have flipped those two um, so we'll just move on to question four
2: <laughs> just, just edit, edit it out just to right. flip
1: them, just question yeah. two three and yes R. <laughs> um,
0: just the answers no laughs
1: yeah that's it <laughs> just deadpan answers yeah um, Cool. Question four: Favorite regular cast member. And Eddie's criteria for this: it has to be three episodes minimum. They have to appear
2: in. So uh, I also took Rob. this to
0: mean none of the main casts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: yeah, so what? it had to be yeah, Richard Eddie. Brennan. Okay, right. Well, I mean, I have to change my answer. So
1: Wait, what did you do? You mean did you go for a main cast member? It's a regular cast. Okay, go on. <laughs> well, go on, Rob. I, I assumed that would be too obvious. No, so I went with
0: Bishop Brennan, um, because he's just amazingly funny every time. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> You'll address me by my proper title, <laughs>
2: <You> Little Bollocks.
1: <laughs> he's 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 the quintessential bishop, <laughs> bishop, isn't he? Yeah.
0: I just love the good. bit Um, when he has that realization. That he got kicked up the arse and he's running across the field. And obviously they put this gargantuan cape on him. This is fucking massive. <laughs> he's running <up> around. <laughs> <air. laughs>
1: Ted just has sheer panic. <laughs> I
2: was watching the uh, I was watching the one yesterday where um Bishop Brennan rings up Ted and uh, <laughs> Ted answers the phone by just gone, uh, Father Ted Krilly Parochial House. Uh, Crilly, it's Bishop Brennan. Oh, feck! (laughs) And and he's like, oh oh no, I really shouldn't have said that to Bishop Brennan. There is no Crilly here. (laughs) And then then when he rings back, he goes, oh, hello, Bishop Brennan. I think you had the wrong number where you rang then. (laughs) And then then at the end of the conversation, uh, Bishop Brennan goes, and Crilly, have you ever tried to bullshit me like that again? I will rip off your arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, he's so good. It's the beard. Just oh head on. God. I think you are the wrong number when you rang there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so stupid. It's a shice.
0: I'm actually crying. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, do you need a second to Go change on, your man. answer, Eddie? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Um, and on. actually, you know, it's worked out well um, because... I nearly went for this guy in my last answer. Um, Graham Norton as uh, as as Noel Furlong. And um, that's what, because people always forget that he's in three episodes. They always think of two, but he's also on the plane. He's just not, he's not, yeah. he's not the standout character in it where he is in the other two episodes. Mm.
0: Um, he's not supposed to see his own reflection. He doesn't know he's a priest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, no, Graham Norton really shows his acting chops in uh, in this, and he is a ball of energy the entire time. Like, he's exhausting to watch. I'm not surprised they didn't bring him back loads, because he he's so... He commands every scene just yeah. with his energy. He's I don't know how he was he wasn't sweating the entire time he was doing the role because he's yeah. just manic. Um, um and I'm trying to think of my favourite line that he has. I think I always like the lines that are subtle and kind of they're thrown in, and you're meant to hear the obvious joke, you know, obviously, but the every line is a joke. So it's the ones that you kind of miss the first 10 times you watch that you hear again you go I've always heard this line but I've never actually paid attention to it. They're the funniest lines so the this isn't a great example of that but it's it's still very funny is the um father Fitzgibbon he had a he had a very small bladder about the size of a Terry's chocolate orange. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> the,
1: what did they do? The one thing I remember with Noel for a long was uh, when he starts talking about when they're trapped and then he starts talking about cannibalism, <laughs> the guys are actually like, going mental and he goes, And then we all have to start eating each other. Look, here's me eating Tony. Oh, and Tony said, No, 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 don't eat me. And then I'm not did parents and say, Oh, sorry, we had Tony. And he goes, Shut up. Shut up! Would you ever shut up? Shut up, shut up, shut up! <laughs> and he just has this look of disgust on his face, like, he's just bottom lip trembling going, well, well, I never. <laughs> just, why are you the yeah. offended party here? <laughs> it is such great acting
0: every time.
2: What's the bit where, um, it's the same guy, Tony, uh, when, uh, oh where's Tony Shields after? probably to get some heroin <laughs> or oh, just I'm to just, get some air father just going for a pee father no I'm going for a pee father oh. that's, where, that's where he that's where he brings up the bladder the size of a Terry's chocolate orange <laughs> oh daddy I'm going mad what's the, the father Fitzgibbon uh, the father Fitzgibbon cup <laughs> did, did he... the thing about the father Fitzgibbon was he looked like a cup great big ears like he handles like handles <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, fantastic. Um, <clears throat> my one then, because <laughs> we will end up talking about Graham Norton forever. Uh, yeah, we should probably be a little bit faster in some of <laughs> these. <Yeah>, because we <laughs> can oh, talk about oh, the just, show for hours. we just just quoting the show. <laughs> we just like, put on the show and just talk over it. Um, I went for cast members because you can't take one without the other. It's John and Mary. Yes. Um, I mean, they're they're the very stereotypical Irish couple who were bitter at each other who you kind of wonder how the fact did these people even hook up in the first place it was probably just because they were the only two people who would ride each other and uh they put up this massive front like as people from like small irish towns would know you have this couple who were always giving an out to each other behind closed doors but when the priest is there they act like holier than thou it's like oh yeah father no father no father um it's just some of the quotes that they come out with. You have a face like a pair of tits. And he goes, answers back, goes, well, I that's, a, that's pair a pair between the tits. tools.
0: <laughs> Mary was just washing my hair. She oh, had right. so
2: soft hands. We've lost Ray here. Oh, no. We're going to have to stop now for a second. Yeah,
0: the recording seems to pause as well. No?
2: Yeah. yeah. The
0: timer is not there.
1: Could you guys hear me after that? Or No. Nope. We were Still says it's recording. We were too busy oh. laughing, in fairness. Yeah, Here we look. go, the time's ahead now. You want you want go again there. Three clap so I know where it is on the stop. Anyways, <laughs> the podcast paused there. <laughs> um, I had to do a little clap test so I know where, where the stops are when I'm editing it later. Um, But yeah, no, so if I don't know where it stopped kind of recording at that point, but John and Mary, quintessential Irish couple who always put up a front for the local priest and... Just some of the highlights, like is it the one where John's stuck in the cupboard, where or Mary's stuck in the cupboard? He's locked her in there, and the priest comes in and goes, "Why is why is she in the cupboard?" Ah, oh, no, she's just in there for a little bit of quiet
2: time. No, was it, uh, It's the beast. So she, it's it, he's he's saying that he put he locked her in there for protection. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: oh god, they're just amazing. What
2: I like. What I like about John and Mary is that they—it's—it's it's a great commentary for, like, as you were saying, the the couple who um put up a front and front to the priest, but it's such a commentary on like the control that the church had in in Ireland um, yeah. and still do to an older generation. Um, there's this fear that you can't put a step out of line. Or mm-hmm. else you're going to be, um, you know, in damnation for all of eternity, and so that that le- leads into the into the humor and the jokes and that relationship between John and Mary and the and and Ted and Ted, who you know is just like he's not he he's not a bad person, like, but he's you know he's he doesn't give a shit, no, like a lot of no. priests don't. Priests yep. are like. That's that's the whole thing. That's why it's funny because you know the f- church is, you know, that's what the whole show is about. The church is nonsense, mm. um, and that's why it's hilarious because it's it's just it's making a mockery of the whole thing, and that's where the the humor comes from. Yeah. So John, John and Mary is a perfect example of it because it's like this is not how we are in real life. Mm. Yeah. You can you can put up a front as much as you like, but <laughs> the whole idea is that you know you are mentally a good, healthy, happy life. And that's all you can ask for in life. And then this authority comes in, and you know you you need to show that actually, oh, I'm I'm a perfect human being. We're not. And that's why it's funny. Get the fecking crunchies out of the car, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll gladly move on with that. With the one of the best quotes ever,
1: uh, Father Bolton and his views of life. Uh, <laughs> uh, question five. Now this is one that I think we all kind of struggled with. Rob more so um, favorite unexplained story from Father Ted
0: so I went as I say this is a difficult question to answer I went with kind of just a cutscene an almost family guy like joke cutscene which is the Dougal funeral mm. where he just cut to Dougal sorry about that now and then there's a hearse in the background on fire <laughs> <What> <laughs> on, its up si- it's not on its side it's like mounted on a gravestone or something and there's people running around.
2: Oh the so yeah. it's
0: been one of the most expensive <laughs> cutscenes
2: For like the ball of fire yeah. <laughs> from the hearth.
1: Yeah, cuz there's a proper pyrotechnic explosion after he apologizes. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> a funeral. You let uh, do you yeah. a funeral. <laughs> and all he can say is sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. What, what the, happened? The expense. <laughs> Where's the body? <laughs> what um, happens? How
0: did this exactly? Happen? Yeah. So I love to I love that it's not explained. I don't think it would be nearly as funny if you got more on it. Yeah. Um. It just tells you more that Dougle destroys everything he touches, <laughs>
1: out of sheer stupidity. There's part great uh, the whole sorry sorry no no there's a there's a great parody of that type of humor in um the Michelin Web look. They do a sketch uh, called Henny More or Get Me Henny More, and there's always like um. He's a boss and there's a guy working for him called Hennymore. He goes, I'm here, sir. What do you want me to do, sir? And he goes, right, Hennymore, you have to do this, 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 this. and this, Whatever you do, don't do this and this. And then he leaves. And then he walks in and the exact thing has happened that shouldn't happen. Yeah, It's just like, what happened in between there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the, kind of the crux of the question is, that's why it's funny, is because you're not given any more information. Your imagination is what makes the joke funny. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that as well happens a lot with Father Ted, where they just have some insane ending that they don't explain later on. The lack of continuity sometimes is brilliant.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, it is kind of refreshing. And something that I think a lot of shows nowadays could learn from, like not everything has to be, Flow into one another. Like we don't need to see continuity from start to finish. Like it's great when it happens. Like with some things, like All the Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, each episode stands on its own merits, and there is like an overruling continuity behind it. But like something like Father Ted, you could literally put on any episode, and you don't need to worry about any other episode. Like you know, yeah. the problem with something like so All the Sunny is, you know, you see one character in a one season and he's overweight and they're making fun of his overweight. And then you might see him in the next season. Like I'm speaking of Mac in this case where he's like ridiculously ripped. And you kind of need to understand what kind of happened in between to kind of why that's funny. Like if you didn't know why they were making fun of him, you know, for being gay or ripped in that season, you kind of go, why are they making fun of him? Like, it doesn't make any sense.
2: It's not always funny in Philadelphia. (laughs) But dumb. Wow, how long have you been sitting on that chair? So anyway.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what uh, anyway. <laughs> Eddie's favorite um, unsolved mystery. So my favorite is, there's a, again, there's a few options to pick from. Um, but mine is when Ted and Dougal are, and Jack are going on holidays and they sit in the car and Dougal's like, where are we, where are we going on holidays? And Ted's like, God, I don't know. And Dougal says, Pearsons. And Ted goes, No, Mr. Pearson doesn't actually like people staying with him on their holidays. It's not actually a guest house. Isn't that? No, do you remember do you not remember the big argument we had him last year when we tried to stay the second week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. It's so funny. It's, it's like, like, why didn't they get kicked out the first week? <laughs> I think I find it's, I think, yeah, I know, yeah. And that's
1: <laughs> Irish, like Irish generosity. It's like, when someone comes stay with you, goes, oh, we can't kick him out." Like, we'll talk about us We'll get
2: a bad name. They <laughs> stayed for a whole week with this guy who didn't want them there.
1: But that's the funny thing. The, the irony in that is that they do the exact same thing to Father Stone when he comes to visit. Like, they don't want him to visit, so they think of this big rigmarole about how they can avoid, like, hanging out with him.
2: Yeah. I think I find it, I found it funny because I remember my parents trying to we when we used to go camping in France, um, and we found like a really great campsite. but you you know if you at that stage it was always booked out. see, if you booked for a week, you couldn't really stay any longer. Um, and we'd booked for a week, and I think my parents were like, "Why are we not just staying in this for the next week? This is lovely." And they tried. Uh, like <laughs> we moved to another campsite for a day and then tried to come back and see if they'd take us again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so they tried like two or three times to try and say a second week in this campsite that wouldn't have us. So I think that's also why I find it funny.
1: <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, my one, uh, it's it's a bit of a weird one because it kind of has like loads of different unf- unexplained stories attached to it, but it's uh, Father Bigley and the Suspicious Fires. The, <laughs> the reason that he ended up in the home because, mm-hmm. like, I think, it, like, Dougal's trying to say, you know, anyone who likes Dana's mad, and, and Ted goes, Father Bigley likes Dana, and he's not mad. <laughs> Why is he up in that home? He, he's, he's up there because the those suspicious fires. But anyways, <laughs> it's like, what were these fires?
2: <laughs> he's like I like when Ted's like, that's not the point.
0: <laughs> but that's the funny thing about Father Ted is, like, According to the show, there is so many priests in Ireland and there's all sorts of mad ones. There's like the dancing priest, the arsonist priest. <laughs> yeah. The like some of those priests, priests are
1: actually based on real priests, which is kind of mm. funny. <laughs> yeah. Because um, like the other thing, like Father Biggie does have like other traits that are mentioned in episodes. I actually did a bit of research on this. He's also the priest that they mention about um, when they're staying in the caravan. And um, Dougal mentions Ted why Don't we put the kettle on without any water in it and see what happens? And I think Ted says that no, it'll explode, and you get like all these kind of marks in your face. And Dool says, um, well, wait, see, was that where that happened where he says he has blotches on his face or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that was it. And uh, and he goes, like Father Bigly, exactly like Father Bigly. <laughs> Like, make, like this, make, this, this, actually that might make sense Was to does that tie into the suspicious fires because he's an arsonist yeah naked <laughs> <laughs> bombs or... i didn't even think about that <laughs> oh well so there you go the suspicious fires in Father bigly now on to question six um this is a, a hard one favorite episode overall rob
0: I didn't realize my choice was apparently controversial, because I'm going to go with Christmassy Ted. Really? Um, for That's me, weird. growing up, that was a must-see viewing every Christmas. That was like, you know, Christmas week. You knew it was Christmas because you're sticking on Christmas Ted, or it was on the TV. Um, yeah, uh, I guess you can get into your criticisms of it in a minute, but for me, yeah. Pick him down a peg, Eddie. No, I don't have a lot of criticism about it. <laughs> no, like... As we were saying before the podcast started, it does have all those amazing elements. Mm. Um, it does feel like it's maybe two or three episodes. It's, I, I always that. felt like that a yeah. two-parter. Yeah. Mm. But I guess, yeah, just looking back for me, that was at least, you know, just because I had that time allotted to watch that. That was like the evening. You're going to watch Christmas Eve Head today this evening mm. now it's christmas feels like it has that nostalgic feel with the really old um christmas decorations made out of paper and things i
2: still watch uh, it every christmas
0: oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah like i i definitely watch it less than i watch the other episodes
2: mm. yeah i mean it is one of those where you're like i don't want to watch this when it's not christmas but i can watch yeah. any other episode any other yeah. time of the year yeah that's very yeah.
1: true but there it's, are, it's,
2: it's a great episode. It's a it's a great episode. It's I think it's my least favourite. Um I was saying before we started recording, um, that I think it's too long. It stays I think they as I was saying before, they described it as too long in the madness. And I think that's fair because I find myself I wander in and out of it a little bit halfway through. Um it doesn't have my undivided attention that all the mm-hmm. other episodes have.
0: Yeah. yeah, which completely fair criticism. I totally get that. Uh, as I say, some of it is just that nostalgic feeling of being a kid and
2: needing to watch it at Christmas. Like, the lingerie section is, I think it's the best oh thing in it's, amazing. it's the best yep. thing by a mile. It's unbelievable.
0: Dunstores stores hasn't looked like that in 20 years or more, but every time I see it, I'm back in Dunstores stores in the 90s.
2: <laughs> we were saying, actually, that that's... Um, where Our mutual friend, um, Richie... Uh, and Tina, they were in um, Ennis recently, and I was like, "Did you go into the Dun Stores?" And he's like, "Yeah." Why? I was like, "That's the Dun Stores from Father Ted." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my god!
1: <laughs> of all people, I thought Richie places. would know that.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Um, what about you, Eddie? Um, it's it was always between two episodes, and they happened to be one after another. Um, in the series running order, Hmm. um, but I went for the one that I quote the most, and it's "Think Fast, Father Ted." Now, can can either of you think of which episode that is? No,
1: "Think Fast, Father Ted." Is that? Um, is it the quiz one, like the raffle?
2: Yes. Ah, yes. (laughs) It's like it's not a great title. (laughs) Um, yes, it's the raffle episode. It's, we talked a little bit about ghost town earlier on, Mm. but I think from start to finish, it has the most amount of belly laughs of any episode. It's so funny throughout. It starts high and you don't stop until the very end. You have Father Purcell coming into it. who's the most, most boring priest in the country. You have uh, Ted destroying a brand new car with a hammer by mistake.
1: But in the most nonchalant way, it's just like, yeah. oh, I thought I had it there a while ago.
2: This set, this design, <laughs> how they did that, the set design for parts of it are incredible. Like, they wrecked two cars for this episode. So the mm. first one, I don't know how they did it with the to make it look like Ted had slowly tapped it with a hammer to death uh and then at the end the car like one part one half of the car is completely squashed it makes no sense i don't like, know how they by did two it two trucks on the other side of it's perfect yeah. um I you have um you have great lines like when Fa- father Purcell sits on the on the or father personal is uh talking to Dougal on the couch and Dougal's had enough of him being so boring, and he walks off. And then you see like the little um, throw over the couch with yeah. Jesus on it, and he just goes, "Ask ah, yourself." <laughs> <laughs> no in lots for me, no way, Jose. It's, it's I, what, I, an I, extension
1: it's, on the extension, and now the house is in a circle. <laughs> I used to know this woman, and and she died some time after. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, what's the... this? Sto- That's another unexplained uh, Ted story is Ted talking about Father Purcell and he goes, no, they, they shipped him off to Africa <laughs> and, and after two weeks, the whole town had had enough of him and they all got in a big boat and sailed off. It, it, it sunk after a mile. They were all eaten by alligators. <laughs> God. Um,
1: yeah, my one, um, my favorite episode is... Uh, I. Th- Yeah, sorry, it's season three, episode one. Are you right there, Father Ted? And it's when Ted has finally gotten off the island, he's basically relocated, I think it's to Dublin or something like that, and he gets found out about the irregularities in the the account again. (laughs) He gets shipped back to Craggy Island, but like it's just one of the weirdest episodes. Like he arrives, I think it kind of jumps the shark a little bit in that season where it, like they have a Chinatown on Craggy Island now. And he's doing the, you know, I'm Chinese, if you please, by the window. And there's just a family of Chinese people waiting at the window. And he's just the disbelief on his face is kind of what the viewers feel because no one was expecting that. It's like, like everyone just assumed Craig Island is a self-contained Irish hub. So everyone at home was probably watching the scene going, God, that's a bit racist, isn't it? And then <laughs> once you see the Chinese people at the window, you go, oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> um, that's brilliant. Yeah, I love that episode as well. He it also power.
1: has one of the other kind of subtle uh, you, underlying father. secondary stories about the, the Nazis, where <laughs> he, he has a little tiny square of dirt on the window and he's like sees the Chinese family coming up to the house and he's trying to apologize. And he's obviously giving out at the window that they're walking away, but like where the dirt is, it's purely on his upper lip, and it just looks like he's dressed as Hitler. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very Larry David-esque um kind of outcome to that whole episode, like where he's trying to improve the the island's like view of him, but he just keeps making it worse and worse and worse, completely not to his own fault. Uh, well, something was like
0: uh, It's like Ed was saying earlier as well. It has that commentary on how Irish culture was sort of defined by religion as well. Mm. That is like the farmer going to Ted, I hear you're a racist now, father.
2: Yeah, what's the, what's the church's line on this?
0: Yeah, then he's assuming he has to be a racist. It's like, I don't have full time for the racism now with the farm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's the Greeks that he's after. not the Chinese. Well, I don't care as long as someone takes a pop at the Greeks.
2: <laughs> Day
1: and Day ventricated. Ventricated. Yeah, and he's he's <laughs> just there flipping out in the yard. And then oh Ted goes, How's Mary? Oh, she's fine now.
0: Like, <laughs> I wonder, like, I think it still kind of works even with our 2020 sensibilities mm-hmm. because it's making fun of that ridiculousness of, like, someone being racist. And then you have this crazy Nazis as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just a small-time country life.
2: It has... um it has one of the one of my favorite lines that i quote all the time as well is uh, when he's doing his slideshow showing you know oh, how much he loves chinese culture and um and the he brings up and he's like one of them is a picture of the great wall of china and he's like the great wall of china so big it can be seen from anywhere in the world <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the flash of, of a
0: racist <laughs> <laughs> with his, his face Kato where
2: will he come <laughs> <Yeah>. from now the merciless <laughs> um, things are, merciless. <laughs> things are merciless. I was a chairman Mao leader of the biggest communist party in the world and in my opinion the best
1: <laughs> I think they also show is the guy who played Mr Miyagi he wasn't even Chinese he was like Korean <laughs> or something like that um, so moving on to question 7 favourite season um, quickly to you Rob
0: yeah this was a hard one to answer um i ended up going with season two okay kind of because it has all those has think fast father ted which is mm. ed explained it's just amazing and it has uh, a song for europe oh brilliant which is oh my god it's great it's just oh eurovision <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> your man oh what's the fella from the Unbelievables? uh the other guy kenny yeah um Oh, it's great. Like he's this utter drunken mess. And then you stick a camera on him, and he's suddenly this suave TV host. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome. Brilliant. (laughs) Euro song for Ireland. Um, And it has Flight and the Terror as well. Oh, it's just a great season. Um, Uh, Yeah, if if you were to ask me this question tomorrow, my answer might be different, but I'm going to go with season two.
2: You ready? Yeah, um, it's. It's the same answer, Um, Season 2, for me. Um, and I, I don't think it would change for me. I think it's... For me, it's... um, they, they reached their peak with the show in Season 2. Like, they knew... They still had great ideas, I think, that they'd always been sitting on for the show. Um, And as you said, in Season 3, they... I don't... They didn't jump the shark, but, like, they were definitely... You're leaning a bit more into the ridiculous. You could see a lit that the, you could see them trying, I suppose, mm. in season three, where season two is just so um, it's effortless. Yeah, and the and as you're saying, Rob, like the I think I was saying my my favorite episode earlier is um, Think Fast, Father Ted, but the episode before that is very close to being my favorite. That's one; it could be a, a coin toss. Um, Hell, where they go to the caravan. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it's unbelievable it's, again, getting caught it's like, by the same couple over yeah. over again and that's the that's that's where the, the that's the episode where the line is um <laughs> do you remember the big argument we had when we tried to stay the second week that's from that yeah, one. yeah. um and Graham norton's first appearance is in that episode as well mm. um he, i think those two episodes are so good that the rest of the season could have been dreadful and i'd still consider it the best season. Cause I think th- those two episodes are comedy perfection, yeah. but just so happens that the rest of the season is amazing as well. As, as Rob was saying, flight into terror is just excellent. Really? views three inches of sticky tape, God, God. bless you. Ash, shut up.
1: Um, I, in this one, I went for a season one, um, just to be a bit different from you two. Um, maybe because it's the season that introduced us to the characters. It kind of set the, the theme and continuation of the show. Um, standout bits i mean it's the season that features father stone <laughs> it's just a brilliant episode it's also the, the season that has the episode competition time so it's the um uh variety show competition where ted Dougal and jack dress all dress up as elvis and ted has to figure out how to kind of implement this without <laughs> without like forcing anyone not to give up being elvis but enough has a uh, the other priest from rugged island doing blackface it's just they're all there and they're all just looking the mirror image of father ted <laughs> if i could dare say they actually controversy did a worst group as father ted and it also has the passion of centipelas which that line if you're in any way irish if you shout the line down with this sort of thing if someone doesn't follow up with careful now they're probably not irish yeah. so you know it's a great way to suss people out um yep yeah, so uh season one i, I, mean.
2: I like i yeah if season one's great is well, what they're all great but uh, i like um like the first episode is one of the best episodes of Otter Ted as well the very first yeah, episode oddly enough yep um I can't really remember
1: what happens now that's that's good look
2: it's the fair where they go to the fair ah uh, <laughs>
0: spider baby <laughs> yeah. It's not really a field, but it has less rocks than most places.
1: <laughs> I love that where he's trying to tell. And anyone who's I, been to Connemara. He goes, where, where's Craggy Island? I can't really uh, f- find on any maps. No, no, it wouldn't be any maps. It's not exactly New York. You just head off west of Galway, kind of north, until you see the British flags. And then you'll see the, the once you're, in, oh, well, you know you're there once you see the old glow in the dark.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't What's uh, the other line? is like, No, no, I wouldn't be on any maps now. I think it's uh, generally the consensus is if you're going away from the island, you're going in the right direction.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I think I'm here on the island. I'm not really sure. There's no landmarks. Is there a man looking at you with a t-shirt saying, I shot JR"? Yes, matter of fact, there is. Oh, you're here, so.
2: There's no landmarks. Well, there's the field. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Field. <laughs> well, it's not really a field, but it's left rocks in it in most places.
1: So, uh, moving on to... Episode... Keep your hands <laughs> on the sides. Keep your hands on the oh my god! The that. tunnel of goats. A child has become lodged in the tunnel of goats. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so question eight. We're moving on to favorite line. Now, geez, so all the quotes and favorite lines in this yep. TV show. This is probably going to be a tough one. And there's no way we can have the same answer for this because this, this is just various come on guys we can't have the same answer i am
0: i I can do this one really fast i was really surprised that ed didn't say this earlier because it shows up in his favorite episode which again is probably one of my favorite episodes too um it's it's kind of two lines i guess it's the it must have been when he hit that fella on the bike (laughs) <laughs> anyways he was all right I saw him get up the
2: first dent on the car in
1: the... <laughs> <laughs> that's a brilliant one
2: <laughs> I love that he's just admitting that it's a hit and run yeah and <laughs> it goes back earth. to you saying it like was get, all right I saw him get, get up he doesn't give a shit about anyone uh, what about you Eddie <laughs> my so my favorite line that I think it's on my whatsapp um do you know when you see like oh hi oh, I'm available on WhatsApp, but you can change that bit on the on the phone so you can see. Um, is from the Father Stone episode, um, when they're in the hospital, and Dougal goes to Ted. Ted, do you know that film where the man's head is transported onto the fly, and then the fly's head is transported onto the man? God, yes. What was that called again? Uh, out of africa i think anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god the delivery of it is just incredible i've never seen out of africa but i've always wanted to watch it because of this uh double feature it with the fly i just love how it like it basically it it leads you into going always oh, like you're subconsciously thinking it's the fly You know what he's talking about. You know it's the fly. He said the words two or three times at this stage in a very short space of time, and then he comes out (laughs) with the most random film. Um, But it still kind of works as well Mm. because it's a like out of Africa. It could be you know something crazy like a you know (laughs) like the island of Doctor Moreau, like the land of the unknown for for you know white westerners. You know, yeah, it's brilliant.
1: Um, my one that I went for this, um, I mean, I, I, uh, my heart really wanted to say down with the sort of care for now, but like every Irish person knows that line. So I decided to go for a, a line that's in that episode where they get stuck in the cave. Um, and it's just <laughs> when the thread has come away from Dougal's tank top and he just turns around and goes, ah, Ted, my tank tops turned into some sort of woman's bra. And it's just, it's unraveled to a perfect like bra on it. I don't know mm-hmm. I just every time I hear that line I just end up giggling massively that's
2: to myself that's yeah it's brilliant that's
1: <laughs> so the reaction of his tank top un- unraveling but he hasn't noticed to the point it's turned into like uh, the size of a bra <laughs> 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 and it ends up saving her life so you know it, it was a great little uh, thing um, cool so sure, we'll move on to episode 9 to kind of speed things up a bit um, question 9 what did I say episode
2: oh sorry <laughs> we're not there yet we're only in episode four question nine um i'm not i'm not recording five five podcast episodes today right no 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 <laughs>
1: the, the the next uh few questions are all about favorite moments for individual people so question number nine is your favorite Dougal moment rob
0: this was so hard um that i ended up just choosing something i watched this morning which was um i wouldn't know teddy big bollocks
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can Ted read roddy doyle, doyle
1: novels again haven't you yeah, exactly yeah <laughs>
0: so <laughs> Dougle just comes out with foul language because he was reading some roddy doyle and it just shows his like childishness that like he's so <laughs> he easily absorbed, absorbed everything by things
2: yeah <laughs> what about you ed um my favorite Dougal moment is um i need to go back and rewatch the episode because i can't remember the context but it speaks, again, a lot to um, priests and religion and how it's the whole thing, you know, organised religion's a farce, um, is, come on, Ted, sure, it's no more peculiar than all that stuff we learned in the seminary, you know, heaven and hell and everlasting and all that type of thing. You're not meant to take it seriously, Ted.
1: You are too meant to take it seriously, Dougal. <laughs> oh, official heaven and hell and everlasting life. Yes! yes. <laughs> yeah, he just has that kind of like... Based yeah. on him okay.
0: okay that's a great i would have sworn you were gonna go with yeah uh... <laughs> how
1: did you even become a priest was it like collect 10 crisp packets <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um the one i went for it's a very brief like blinking and miss it moment but it's one that everyone in like my secondary school like if there was a, a game or like if they were playing rugby or football or there was a tackle on the ground someone would always do this but it's from the, I think it's from the Christmas E. Ted episode where the, the lads are having a fight and they're all on the ground having like a bargee and Dougal runs over He just kicks them and runs out of the scene again. <laughs> it's just just like he's that pure opp- opportunistic kind of that's like
2: g- yeah. get
1: a kick in and run out. But he has like his cheeky, like tongue in his teeth grin on him. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's great. That, um, that's a brilliant scene.
1: So, yeah, quick, quick blink in a moment. Uh, question, or Question 10 now, Rob. Favourite Jack moment?
0: Um, oh, these are really hard as well, especially because he's kind of a background character in some ways. Mm. Um, I end up going with the music that makes Father Jack stand up. <laughs> 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 He's sitting on the really old priest. It's the like, French national actually, anthem. Yeah, it is the French getting national It's quite anthem, difficult yeah. to breathe. So, quick, do go. Get the music that makes Father Jack stand up. And he makes everyone stand up and like pretend to sing along for the whole thing. That is actually
2: funny. Everyone fears Father Jack. That's why it's funny.
0: Yeah, he's a bit yeah. unpredictable. Yeah. Um, but also, it's like it's one of those unexplained jokes again. It's like, why, why? Yeah. That's a <laughs> he's up This
1: national anthem. It's almost like he, there's like, yeah. you know, there, he went through some sort of therapy and that's how they trained him to deal with, with society or something. Um, Eddie?
2: Train him like a dog. Um, my favorite Jack moment is, um, I mean, it's hard not to pick one that's horrible because he's just horrible in general. But um, mine is when he um, was, the judge for a wet t-shirt competition. <laughs> and the only thing he says to the people running it is, more water.
1: More water. <laughs>
0: I, I thought that line was delivered differently for ages and I listened to it again this morning. And it's so subtle. It's just more water. <laughs> more water.
2: <laughs> what an absolute got, it's oh, the same God. episode where he's
1: dreaming and it's like look at him there probably dreaming of some like ceremonies he did back in the day when he's actually just dreaming of like standing in front of uh, a school, <laughs> school of girls talking about like volleyball you have to go out for the volleyball and he says like oh it's very warm so there's probably no need for the
2: cardigans today and yeah. he's just,
1: like salivating over himself like,
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh he's God. horrible the, 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 i lo- i love those little flashbacks to jack where um he's he's lucid and he's um you know he's in the heyday of being a priest and it's this again it's like kind of talking about the 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 fear that people had in the mm. church and how these priests abused their power yeah. um and jack was always one of those so i can't remember again what episode it was in but um the one where he's just screaming and he has these yeah. he put he puts he'll his fingers on his head.
0: You'll burn in hell. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he is the epitome. Like everyone kind of thinks like, oh, Jack's the lovable, like old goof in the corner. But let's not forget, he is one of those old school yeah. magnet laundry type priests.
2: Yeah, that's what he's like, basically. He is, on.
1: he's not to be liked. Um for me, uh my favorite Jack moment is again a very kind of brief moment. It's a very like blinking him, where Polly McGlain says, and what would you say to a lovely cup of tea? And he goes, "Fuck off, cup. And she pours it anyways. But she's walking out of the room and he fucks the cup at her. And whatever way they filmed it, <laughs> it smashes against the wall and pieces just miss Paulie McGlynn's face. Uh, to this day, I don't know how they did it with that perfection. Um, and it's just like, like I, I honestly always bust my whole laughing at that moment because like she doesn't even blink. Like it just explodes right beside her head and she's just, like talking to Father Ted like this.
2: Um, so good. Yeah,
1: right. Moving on to the main man himself. Question eleven: Favorite TED moment. Robert.
0: Um. So I went with the award speech from Christmassy Ted uh, because <laughs> it just shows what a spiteful bastard he is. Oh, he's the worst. Um, he has like what looks like a two hundred page speech <laughs> that goes on for hours. That's like, and now onto liars
1: <laughs>
0: he's just constantly oh, that's a like where he's the actually preparing that
1: speech he goes actually no he should be in twats rather than liars <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. you can imagine he had like this huge index and like the different grievances he has with each person
2: I love that he's a stack he's a stack of paper and Doug was like is that the speech no these are just the notes really <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you Ed
2: um, my favorite Ted moment is um, <sighs> what a desperate character he is to try and get himself out of certain situations. He just he he's uh, he always turns to yeah. You know, if he's helpless, he turns to being the most pathetic character you can imagine. Mm. And it's when Dougal gives the house away <laughs> to um oh God, what's her name? Um, oh, it's.
1: Uh, Jesus, okay, so we're trying to figure out this girl's name from that episode. Is it Rona or oh god, anyways? Talk about it. I'll, I'll um, leave Connolly, leave Connolly.
2: Connolly, yes. Um, Dougal gives uh, they gives the house away, and then Ted and Dougal are stuck in a tent on in the front garden. And Ted goes, <laughs> Ted takes out a notepad and a pen and goes, I'm going to see, I'm going to leave this here, and maybe God will have written down what we need to do.
1: No, it's the words prefaced by it's a bit of a long shot, Dougal but and then he explains to Douglas goes,
2: Yeah. That is a long shot. That is a long shot. (laughs) (laughs) And then and then then he wakes up and he goes, Ah what is it, Ted? Did God write back? No, he didn't. Bollocks anyway. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like
1: like you know it's gotten bad where he's actually praying to God that he'll help him
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's 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 so brilliant
1: um my favorite one from Ted is <clears throat> uh so funny enough it's in that Christmas E Ted episode again um it's when he's walking on the beach because he's really upset after Mrs. Doyle said he's just the second best priest and <laughs> he's just like doing that kind of reminiscing montagey, throwing like the pebbles across the water. And just the second pebble he throws, it just hits this old man on a fishing vessel. And it's just a proper like, you fucking idiot. Sorry about that. We're there till I get you. And Ted's just running down the beach, like trying to run away from his problems. And then there's a montage of people's heads start walking around his head. And like, the, the, the second last and I think it's the old guy going ah oh, we're there till I get you and it's just rotating around and the very final one just Dougal walks up to the camera and goes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just like walks into the background again I, oh, I so know funny. um
2: I I know a person who's that's his dad yeah you I were saying pretty, that I know fairly well yeah yeah uh, he's, he's a well respected theatre actor no way
1: <laughs> <laughs> now he's yeah. known best for that yeah I bet oh, he'd, yeah. it took him years to live that down in the pub. <laughs> you fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now let's finish off the top of this questionnaire with our favorite live-in housekeeper, Mrs. Doyle.
0: Rob? So I literally just changed my answer for this. Um, I've gone through about three in the last 20 minutes. Please do not take uh, my one. I probably will. I'm going Please. with the jumper and the cake.
1: Oh, no. Okay.
0: Um Eddie's where, drawing blank on the phone. What's the name of No, I know. It. Uh, okay. Night of the Nearly Dead. That's right, yeah. The faux Daniel O'Donnell that she um oh, bakes Nick a cake
2: Love. for. Oh my glove. Yeah. And
0: she literally can't talk to him. <laughs> so it's like what what's this? Oh okay, Mrs. Doyle appears to have in a moment of madness, baked the cake.
1: Or sorry, a jumper right into the cake. <laughs> <laughs> where he like pulls the cake out or the jumper out of the cake goes, oh, What's going on? I'm scared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever been given. Yeah.
1: But it's real
0: Irish society of like this kind of mad womanly worship of a country singer like Daniel O'Donnell or something. You know, it is incredibly you know, mad. almost Beatles esque fashion.
1: Oh, it's weirder. It's it's yeah. worse. It's it's almost borderline like like narcotic. It's like I mean, I assume once you become a fan of Daniel O'Donnell, that's it. You're done. You're you're hooked for life. <laughs> that's your life now. That's it. Like he's the number one selling uh, UK solo artist. You know that male solo artist. Really? Yeah. Oh In goodness. all of Ireland, UK, he sells more albums than anyone else. It's <laughs> mental.
2: Uh, Eddie, my favorite Mrs. Doyle moment is. I feel like Ray. We might have the same moment hmm. or the same bit, but it might be a different line. Okay. So my favorite is when. She starts rattling off curse words from the book. No, uh, no, 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 no. okay, Um, and it (laughs) (laughs) write me sideways is another one. Yeah, see that's the line everyone loves. Uh, Everyone loves that line, and in fairness, it's brilliant. I do love it as well because it's a great ending to it. Yeah, but my favourite line when she so just to give context, she's she's um, saying how disgraceful the the author of a book that Ted loves is, um, and the the language that's used in these books. So she starts going feck this, feck that. And the, the bad F word. you know the one I'm talking about. F you, F your F and wife. I'll sick this F and pitchfork up your hole. Get your F and bollocks out of my face. That's this so that's my no it's my favorite line is get your bollocks out of my face. <laughs>
1: and that that I, where the your the line was when he's pushing her out the house out of the t- uh, living room into the kitchen ride me sideways was another one <laughs> <laughs> uh it's, it's so fucking good um my one then um it's it's kind of a two two parter uh moment but it's where mrs doyle and her friend i think it's agnes i can't remember her name but where they're trying to pay for the tea and scones in the restaurant and they're fighting it's it's that proper Irish thing, no, 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 I'll get this, don't worry. But like they go to the extreme of little old lady can't let the other person pay. And they end up fighting each other in the actual tea rooms trying to pay for the and scotes. That's so much that they end up in fucking jail. And then it carries on that when if there's a fine, I'll pay no 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 I'll pay the fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> so fucking ridiculous but it's such an Irish old school Irish thing of I can't be seen to be seen to be cheap so I have to pay and almost to the point of arguing with the person that you're trying to do the good deed for
2: yeah it's it's great and it's uh, it carries throughout the episode and it speaks a lot to just yeah as you're saying people not wanting to look cheap and mm. it's, it's gas it's brilliant
1: yeah, so that's it. That's uh, the 12 Apostles of questions from Father Bolton. Um, anything you want to top, up, top off the episode with, sir? Great show. Other highlight moments or anything that we glossed over that should have got
2: mentioned?
0: The whole it's, thing. It's need to go a go watch it all of, again.
2: Yeah, it's such a part of Ireland now. Like, it's... Everyone pretty much adores that show. Yeah. Um... And it's, it's, it's part of our, nearly part of our culture, even though it was produced by a British um company.
1: Yeah. And one of those uh, little facts, and I'm going to p- please tell anyone who's ever listening to this, either recently or years in the future, it was never turned down by RTE. Please stop spreading that lie. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was never turned down by RTE. To, was it? it was always no. supposed to be a Channel 4 TV show. Yeah. I don't know why. That's like Irish people have this weird grudge like, oh, it was RT, they turned it down. Eh."
2: Yeah. It was originally meant to be um, uh, like one hour mockumentary. Mm. It wasn't even meant to be a TV series. Fun fact. (laughs) That wasn't very fun.
1: (laughs) Good way to end the show. (laughs) Yeah, good way to end the show. Thanks, Eddie. Um, We got a laugh there, Get us a Blu ray of this. If, if anyone at the freaking hat trick ever hears this, make this a Blu ray. It will sell like hot cakes. I would love to see a remastered version of this. Yep. Awesome.
2: So we can see that bit bet up car and all of its high definition <laughs> yeah. glory.
1: I want to see Father Stack's hairy hands in high definition. <laughs> cool. Well, that is episode four of the Screen 17 podcast. Uh, I've been Ray. I've Rob and Eddie. I've been Eddie. <laughs> and, That's you. And yeah, yeah. And uh, catch us next time where we'll be discussing another topic, possibly questions or just general bands. Anyways, thank you very much.
2: Bye. Bye-bye.